You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion. Sure to jump your jump start your day. You know, what does all that mean? I say it all the time. It just means that we get together and do a devotion. What really happens is uh, I do my devotion at home or my office, depends on where I'm at, and my co-host does their devotion wherever they're at, and then we come down to the studio we have here at the Merritt Island Campus East Coast Christian Center, and we read uh, the chapter of the Bible that is part of our devotion that day, and what I do is I just I usually listen to the chapter while I'm having a bowl of cereal in the morning on my uh, U-version. Uh, maybe get to listen to it two, two and a half times, depending on how big the chapter is. And then I sit down at my desk, and I just uh, always thank God for the day. And uh, I uh, usually pray Ephesians chapter 3, actually, which is right before this. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. goes on from there saying some really, it's really great prayer about insight and uh, seeing things in the Bible, and that's what God promised, that by the Holy Spirit we'd see things. And So I just asked the Lord to help me, and uh, to read the chapter, and I talked to him, and sometimes I, I get real, you know, deliberate about something going on in my own life or somebody's life really close around me. Other times it's just really general. I just look at the Bible and I read it, don't really feel like there's anything too specific for me that day. But then when we read it on the air, uh, a lot of times something comes up, and it's always fun to do it with somebody somebody else, too, because they hear different things than you hear, mm-hmm. and uh, it's powerful. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here, and I love to hear that format. Is For those of you who don't know, this is, was really birthed out of your prayer and desire to develop a Bible study, and it was a way to be able to bring it to the community. And for 20 years, you know, we've been able to share kind of this format of seeking the Word, and it's awesome. I've been blessed by it personally, and I know a lot of people have. Yeah, for me, I, I always struggle to do regular Bible devotions. I, I've always studied because I'm a pastor and I need to study, but I, you know, I'm a believer too, and so as a believer, I want to just do you know, like regular times with God in the Word, and so reading a chapter, that's just kind of where I settled in. And how we ended up here. So before we get into the program, how are you doing today, Nick? I'm doing well. Nick runs the board for us and puts together the program and really does everything but this part that you hear right yeah. now. And I think he could. He'd do a good oh, job. Sure he could. You know, one of these days, I hope you don't show up. Yeah. So Nick will do it with me. That'd be fun. You've done it before with me, Nick, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Show up then. Yeah. He's already done it. <laughs> oh, we did. We don't, there. We, don't, there. we don't need him again. <laughs> no, we'd be glad to have Nick again. Anyway, so uh, tell the folks, not a lot going on in the sense of announcements, but there's a, there's a lot, lot going on, going on right now. Yeah, and absolutely. So share a little bit. Yeah, the easiest way to stay connected with us is through the East Coast app or the website, which is eccc.us. And you can go on there, get all the information, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, or you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. You can also call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we will be honored to either email or mail out a Morning Breath devotion guide or any information that you might ever have about the church, or really anything we ever say. I like to tell people that (laughs) if we talk about it, it's going to be on the website, and so we want it to be a resource for you, not just for yourself, but if you want to encourage someone else to be a part of our 21 Days of Seeking, going through the devotion that we're going to discuss today, any aspect of that that you would be able to easily share that and get it out. It's really exciting. Very cool. You know, I got a uh, 
Facebook message? Yeah. About, I don't know, I, I saw it yesterday. It was about three or four days old because I don't look at Facebook all the time. Yeah. Uh, from someone who was one of my secretaries wow. and a super big help at the church I pastored in Denver. And uh, they were just sharing that things were ministering to them and they were they were excited about about some of the stuff we're doing right now. That is so cool. And had no idea that she was, you know, out there following listening or and following connected. Yeah. And had that happen the other day too. And it seems like kind of going full circle in my life in, in yeah. many ways. The and, influence. Yeah. And the hearing, hearing and... from people out there that I, you know, ministered to or worked with or, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, and Cindy was a huge help and, yeah. you know, uh, was a ministry, uh, you know, partner in in the process of doing ministry but really cool stuff anyway you guys aren't here to hear about all that you want to hear about the word so what else we got to do before we get into it anything i I think that's it we just want to encourage you to still be a part of our 21 days of seeking and follow along this is day 10 10. we have the devotion on the website and on the app and if you prefer paper copies you could probably still get one from our services yeah recall the church office and we'll see if we still have have them we definitely do I'm a man of faith. We definitely yeah, have them. We have them. Okay. So uh, f- chapter 4 of Ephesians. Nick didn't get that, but anyway, he will later. We're going to read. I'm going to read New King James. How about you? The New Living Translation. Okay. 32 verses. Yeah. I'm going to break it right at 16. All right. There's that's a nice little, yeah. nice little break there. So I'm going to go 17 forward. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to say unto you, read, sir. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. With all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who ascended is also the one who ascended far above, excuse me, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Verse 17, with the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. 
but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature in your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Mm -hmm. If you're a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good works, and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Amen. A consp- it ends with a conspiracy of kindness. Wow, that's cool. Just really a, a cool thought. I, I wrote that in my notes. I don't know when I wrote that uh, in my Bible, just next to that verse, but yeah. at some point in my life, I wrote conspiracy of kindness, and uh, it's just a, just a, such a, I guess a, a cool. Uh, it seems like I'm underserving it by using that adjective, but it's such yeah. a cool thought. Be kind to one another. Be kind to one another. You know, you could probably meditate on that for quite a while. You could probably just roll that over in your heart and mind quite a while. Just those few words, what is it, two, uh, four, six words. It says, and be kind to one another. But we could just get it down to five. Be kind to one another Mm -hmm. and roll that over. Man, how that would help me get through my day. Man, how that would help me in communicating with my family and friends. Yeah. Man, how that would help me with communicating with my wife if I would just remember to to be kind to one another. And then it says next, tender-hearted. So, isn't kindness tender-hearted? Well, yeah, kind of. But I think it's it's amplifying it and adding to it. Mm-hmm. Now, tender-hearted means so many things to me. If I'm tender-hearted, that means when somebody's hurting, I I feel it. That when something great happens to somebody, my heart rejoices with them. Laugh with those who laugh, cry, mourn with those who mourn, you know, that type of thing. Uh, just, just I don't know, just a very powerful verse. T- what else does tenderhearted mean to you? Yeah, so thinking about tenderhearted is just that empathetic mindset. We were discussing it with the kids last empathetic, night. Empathetic, is that like drugs or what is that? Yeah, word? so, you know... No, being, give me a good definition. So Empath- rather than being apathetic where you don't feel anything for or someone care. like yeah, you're you're careless or you're hardened or you're Come calloused. Come on. You know, empathetic is that you feel what they feel. Come so on. a lot of pastors will have that is that your heart could be broken for someone. When you see them mourning, I was counseling a friend whose wife's father just passed away mm. and it's wrecked them. Like oh. for some it's it's harder than others, you know, Absolutely. depending on the circumstance. Absolutely. This came abruptly and it was hard. Oh. And he's like, I don't have the words. And I said, well just encourage and love. A lot of times we don't have to have the words right. as a husband. We yeah. just need to be there and just yeah. comfort and 
hold hold them and just you know give encouragement and so that's really that tender hearted mindset i think and it's easy to judge someone based upon where you're at in your life but where i if i looked at everybody through my perspective of you know walking with the lord for 20 years that'd be unfair to someone who got saved last week and maybe still has some profanity in their mouth but they're trying to live the right way or you know, it's it's just not fair to just put my own expectations on everybody else, but to have that tender-hearted mindset. Remember, oh, I remember when I got saved, and I still had to get a little bit of me out of me. Like it was still in there. Yeah, and a lot of the me that you have in you now is just a little harder for others to see. Yeah, I know that's the case with me. And oh I've yeah, been saved it's forty there. years. Is there? Yeah, you know, I'm God's, better disguising God's it. Still working on yeah. it. You know, it still might come out more by, like you said, disguising the truth. Yeah rather than it just being bluntly out there yeah. in front of everybody. You know, it's been fun. Last week we uh, we prayed yeah. uh, as a church. Uh, we met together at uh, 7, 7 to 8 each morning, Monday through Friday, and then Monday we, we went out to Vieira and prayed. And it's just It's been so cool, and even looking back at that, how much my heart was moved listening to the young people yeah. uh, pray. We prayed for generations on uh, a week ago today and uh, generational prayer. And so we just had different groups come up and pray. And I got to admit that, you know, I liked everything everybody said. It was powerful. But it just is so impressive to me to see these, you know, high schoolers and junior high schoolers and college-age people who are, you know, um, so far ahead of where I was at, you know, at their age. Um, it's I didn't get saved till I was 26. Yeah. So you know, they're so far ahead of me. It's a, it's not even funny. Yeah. But uh, it's just so powerful to see the maturity and the grace and the and the and the life that they're living and the truth that they have, and um, just so impressed. Yeah. Very very impressive. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> It's a cool yeah, thing. You're, to keep you got some of those people in your family. I do. They They're blow me away. Up, just the wisdom that they They're have from up. heaven. And, you know, it's that generational thing. Is So, how old are your children? So, 16, 14, and 10. 16, 14, and 10. You always start yeah. at the top and yeah. work your way down. Yeah, up. always the top, yeah, I think. Yeah. It kind of flows that Does way. Does Anne Marie start at the bottom and work her way up? No. When she says it? I think the other she way. She starts at the yeah. top, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fun to see just the the wisdom from heaven and that's what, you know, we we read that in our devotions is talking about asking for wisdom and mm. you'll receive it too. Yeah. Is that when you do ask, God is always faithful to be able to give it to you. Yeah. And so James talks about that more in depth, but it's just the truth that if you're lacking wisdom, ask and God will give it to you. Yeah. I, I love this advice from verse two. It says, and um, I like the new living. I'm sorry, New no, King no, James right, is you're great. Right, you're right. Well, listen how clear it is. Always be humble and gentle. <laughs> we need to hear that. Be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. And this is one of those things that when I read it, I thought, you know, I need to read that daily. Like cool. the yeah. word of God it's is so good. a little so bit good. like what I shared in the beginning. Yeah. Right? Is it's every day. One another. I yeah. need that. And Paul's yeah. saying this because they had a problem with it. There was all kind of stuff going on in Ephesus. I mean, Ephesus was jacked up just like our world jacked is today. Up. We think that, oh, our world is so corrupted, but you don't know about the, you know, the sex temples and Corinth <laughs> and the things that were happening in Ephesus. And it was a very corrupted world. But he's saying this because they needed to hear it, and we need it today to just remember, hey, be gentle. Just like you were saying, how far would kindness go? If you really walk in kindness, being tenderhearted, being humble and gentle, and being patient, like, 
I need that for my wife. And that's going to really change the world. You know know? what I suspect? She needs it for you, too. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. I agree. Totally. Both ways, right? Yep. Both ways. I agree. It's a powerful, very powerful verse. Now, Old King James, I don't know how it reads, but in the New King James, with all lowliness. And that's one of those words that does kind of throw people sometimes when they're not used to reading, you know, this type of a language. And it's just talking about humility, like you said, you know, with all lowliness and gentleness uses the same word there. But then it says with long suffering. Yeah. And again, it's another one of those little bit older fashioned word, uh, which, you know, patience. And I think yours said patience, didn't it? Yeah. And then it says bearing with one another in love. How's the last part say it in the the New Living, verse two? Making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Making allowance for one another's faults because of your love. Bearing with one another in love. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Cool. Where else you want to go in the Verse chapter? 10. I really want to hear Let's your thoughts it. on okay, this. People get really fired up about this. Oh, all right, so on. NLT says, and the same one who descended is the one who ascends higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with him. And if you're on the radio and you've never heard this, people can get pretty fired up with this idea of Christ descending into hell, taking the keys of the kingdom back, and then walking in authority in who we have. And so I would love to hear your thoughts, because this is one of the verses that they use for that strong doctrine and belief, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I'm, I'm going to fall out on the other side of that, yeah. because I, I actually don't think he went to hell to do this. Yeah. Uh, scripture actually says he goes to Sheol, Sheol okay. yeah. which is the grave. Yeah. We know that uh, there was a great gulf between Abraham and uh, the guy, you know, the poor guy, the hungry guy that died and the rich guy that died, and they couldn't bridge that gap, you know, get in between there. So the, the design, let's just say, of the spirit world then is different than it is now because of what Jesus did. Abraham's bosom is what it was called, where people who died in God, people who died looking forward to the Messiah and believing in God were were in Abraham's bosom. And the Bible says that he descended, but it also says that he preached captivity Mm -hmm. captive. In other words, he went down and preached to the souls. Now, this sounds really crazy, but come on, bear with me here. He went down to preach to the souls who were in Abraham's bosom. Because they still had to believe on Christ. To the future, what would and, happen? And, well, now they're doing it, not the future. They died whenever it was, and yeah. they're in Abraham's bosom. And it says that Jesus preached captivity captive. He yeah. went down there and captured yeah. all of those people in Abraham's bosom. And I believe that's when he took the keys to hell and to death. A couple yeah. of other reasons why I don't think he went to hell real quick is he said to Mary when when she went to grab him in one of those one of the gospels uh I was going to say one of them their books no yeah. one of the situations where where she met him he said touch me not i've not yet ascended to the father oh, wow. well what was he i mean he if he was in that state he wasn't in a state where he'd just been wrestling with satan and ripping the keys out of his yeah. hand he, he was in that state where he was going to pour out the blood yeah. on the mercy seat. And so did he go to hell? So some people say this, oh, he had to go to hell because he took our place. 
Well, if he really took our place in hell, he'd still be there. Because hell's eternal. Yeah. And I don't think that's, you can't use that as a, as a reason why he went to hell. Did he descend? Absolutely. Yep. Did he take the keys? Absolutely. Did he preach captivity captive? Abraham's bosom? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, as far as going to hell as a captured, you know, like the Carmen song, you mm -hmm. know, and oh, yeah. and all that. No, I'm sorry. I can't get on board with with a captured, defeated Christ laying in hell that suddenly wakes up and the devil goes, Oh my gosh, what did I what do? What did I do? Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't see that in scripture. And I'm not, you know, I, I love the imagination of the yeah. song. It's a cool song. I like it. But it's not doctrine. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But I have got no qualms. I used to have a friend who was so strong on this particular oh, yeah. point. Yeah, it's a big one for people. Uh, yeah, and they, he'd have fit. He'd fall out with somebody over it. Now, yeah. Come on. Yeah, let's not. Let's, I, let's, I, I want you to know. There's big rocks and little rocks yeah, out there. For I believe Jesus did it all. Yeah. You believe Jesus it's did finished. it all. It's a finished work. So let's get along. Huh? Yeah. These little knock details. Knock it off. Yeah. yeah, knock it off. But it's the word. Yeah, it is. And we're trying. Yeah. We're trying to discern it. And we all see through a glass dimly. Yeah. Not brightly, dimly. And so we, you dimwit, no. Yeah. We <laughs> don't fight yeah. over stuff like this. Come on. We, can, we got plenty of time in heaven to get clarification on these yeah, things. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, what's... Just like I'm a pan tripper, what's that mean? Yeah. Well, when I'm going up, I'll all, I'll go. I'll say, well, that's well, there, when it was well, supposed there it to is. happen. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It all panned out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on. That doesn't mean I take a, a flippant view of the word. You know, I'll go with you. You want to go scripture for scripture on this? I'll go with you. If you think he went to hell, good for you. Let's go. Let's sit down. I actually was invited involved in writing a book about this, so I, I you know, yeah, you I know got it, some you background. Know a thing or two, yeah. But I also want to encourage you. I could still learn something here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not stuck. So, come on, let's get along though. While we're doing That's it, great. we could have fun. Yeah, I we think it's perfect. Fun getting in the word. This whole chapter is really about getting along well. And verse uh, 26 says, "And don't sin by letting the anger control you." Ooh, is if you that. get caught up in this, and then it causes a division. Paul talks so much about strive to be in unity. So here, someone's using a verse from the same chapter to be able to cause division versus being unified is you have to endeavor to be unified. You have to strive yeah. and stay at it. It's not going to happen on its own. That's right. People are naturally going to splinter and to be able to find division if you don't make it a point to stay unified and walk in love. Amen. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. 
No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Pastor Kristen's going to read a verse from the Living Translation. Let's hear it. Yeah, verse 29. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. It's just one of my absolute life verses. Mm-hmm. Is It's that filter that I try to use. I fail, like we all do at times sure. with this, but I want everything I say to be encouraging. And I'm really just... That, that builds me up is think about being an edifier, someone who's going to help someone to feel better when they get done with the conversation with me rather than feeling worse. I want them to be encouraged for it to be a breath of fresh air, whether they come to church on a Sunday or an interaction in the office or just in my neighborhood. I want to leave them with that experience. I I will say this, Pastor Christian, I think you do a good job of that. Thank you. I do. I think you you, uh, have accomplished that with most of most of the interactions I see you with. The other thing uh, I think that I think we could take from this, we've got just about 25 seconds, 
is the corrupt word. Mine says corrupt word. And then it goes on to saying things that make build people up. I would just say that, you know, uh, watch your negativity. Yeah. You know, watch, you know, even the things you say to yourself, mm. you know, the things, your self-talk, your, 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 your vibe, so to speak. Be careful it's not negative because that doesn't impart grace to you yeah. or the people hearing it. Anyway, we got to get, God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Kristen. See you. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.